Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And here's your host, Conrad Cushman. Folks, thank you for joining me on Everything Pro Wrestling today. My name is Conrad Cushman, and we are here to give a preview for Impact Wrestling Slammiversary 2019. Uh, the show is going to be very exciting. Slammiversary is the show that got me back into Impact Wrestling. It started with the show with El Patron versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I really enjoyed that show, and I slowly started watching the pay-per-views once again. And before we get into the preview of that show, I want to talk about Impact Wrestling as far as um, their television deal at the moment. Uh, currently, you can watch Impact Wrestling on Twitch.tv and Pursuit. Now, let's rewind real quick. Impact Wrestling at one point um, I thought was better than WWE with some of the things they were doing, and I was far more interested in their storylines than what was happening on WWE television. Um, this is around the, I, I want to say it's like 2009, 10-ish era. Um, they were doing a lot of good things. Even when Christian and Kurt Angle first came in, really good stuff by TNA. They had it, and uh, it disappoints me to see how they lost the big television deal with Spike. Uh, Spike was going in a new direction. They really didn't want TNA anymore, and Dixie had made some mistakes, I feel, um, with certain little things. It, it just wasn't working anymore, and Dixie had invested enough of her money into it. I completely understand that, but... Now it's owned by a new company being ran by Don Callis and his, some of his associates, Scott Demore, um, and others. And I honestly feel like <clears throat> Impact Wrestling is at a loss right now. So they're on Twitch TV and they're on the Pursuit channel. Two times they have had some really bad incidents happen. They had it where at one point... Impact Wrestling went to a commercial break, and they never came back. And they also had it where they aired the wrong episode of Impact Wrestling, like a repeat one, and it probably left fans scratching their head. How are you going to get that exposure that you want if you're not airing the correct episodes or you're airing repeats? People get wrestling on their networks because you offer um, a variety of content 50 to 52 weeks out the year. And you're always providing wrestlers and wrestling storylines. You're doing something different all the time. It wasn't a good look. So the rumor currently is that Impact Wrestling has some interest from Axis TV, which is owned by Mark Cuban. And he currently airs New Japan Pro Wrestling on there. Pro Wrestling is a hot thing right now. And with Impact Slammiversary being in Dallas, Texas, I really feel that they need a good showing, try to show Mark Cuban that, hey, this is a product that people want to see, and this is all going to depend on the talent, how the show is ran, how it looks. So Impact Wrestling has some big shoes to fill right now. I would really like to see them get this television deal. Um, like I said, for a while I wasn't watching Impact Wrestling. I watched that Slammiversary show. I started getting back into it, and... I can really appreciate what a lot of the stars do. They work hard. They bust their ass for this spot. 
And I have nothing but respect for that. And for a long time, I said I wasn't going to watch Impact anymore until some people on Twitter said, give it a shot. I had unsubscribed from all their social media. I was done with it because I was so disappointed because I invested my time into it. And they won me back over. And I think Impact Wrestling is on the underrated scale for uh, pro wrestling. I like what they do, and I think that they can be very, very impressive. And with this match card and lineup that they have for the Slammiversary show, I think it's got potential. And I think it's the perfect kind of card to showcase what you can do as Impact Wrestling and potentially get your eyes seen by people who run Access TV for Mark Cuban. Now, before we get into the preview for Impact Wrestling Slammiversary, I do want to let you guys know that we are going to hear a word from Everything College Basketball and my good friends from Brainbuster Radio, Josh, and I believe he's going to be calling Kevin. We'll see if Kevin shows up. But we're going to listen to those ads real quick, and then we're going to get into our Impact Wrestling Slammiversary preview. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcasters and sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. Hey, it's Josh here, and I'm am sorry to interrupt your episode of Everything Pro Wrestling with the wonderful Conrad. But I just wanted to let you guys know that right here on Brain Buster Radio, you can catch me and my co-host, Kevin Carroll. Where is Kevin? Kevin? Kevin. Woo-hoo, Kevin. Okay, I can't find Kevin anywhere, but I was just going to let you guys know that you can catch me and Kevin every single Friday right here on Brain Buster Radio with Wrestling Reverb. How about we get back to some everything pro wrestling, though? Take it away, Conrad. Big shout out to my friends at Everything College Basketball. They have all the latest college hoops news for you guys, so make sure you check them out. And a big shout out to my team from Brain Buster Radio. That includes Josh and Kevin. Uh, <laughs> love the ad, uh, Josh. Really works well. Um, yeah, just a big shout out to the whole Brain Buster Radio crew. If you guys have not subscribed to that podcast, please do so. You can catch Josh every Friday, and I follow him on Saturdays. Um, We have a tremendous crew, and we bring you podcasting seven days a week, talking about wrestling, some non-wrestling stuff. It's all good stuff, guys. Make sure you check it out. But let's get into the Impact Wrestling Slammiversary show, shall we? Now, like I said, this card is looking pretty good on paper. I am... Happy with what we have so far, and I think we've got some good stuff happening here. So let's take a look at some of these matches. First, we are going to have the equal intergender match with Tessa Blanchard 
versus Sammy Callahan. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, is this one going to be interesting. Um, Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan have been going back and forth, and I really feel like this is going to be a brawl. I think it's going to be a heck of a match, and it's going to be a tough one. What's going to happen in this? I have no idea. Um, Tessa Blanchard right now, in my opinion, not only does she have the best song in uh, Impact Wrestling, it might be the best song in pro wrestling. I could rock out to that at the gym. Um, But I feel like she is one of their best performers on that roster. Easily. Easily the best uh, woman's performer currently. Taya is up there as well. They have a tremendous crew. Taya is probably my second favorite women's wrestler right now, but Tessa Blanchard has been clicking on all cylinders and they've had to elevate her to put her against Sammy Callahan. And Sammy Callahan has been kind of in this um, weird patch. He's been in MLW impact and I don't know what's next for Sammy Callahan, but this feud's going to make things interesting for him. Uh, depending on how long they want to keep this going is going to change what happens here. I feel in this equal intergender match, I think Tessa Blanchard finds a way to get a roll-up style victory or some type of BS win here that leads to her getting the win and Sammy Callahan and OVE being very, very upset. And maybe you could have Tessa get back up or figure out something to do here, or they could have Sammy Callahan be the most vicious bastard that he is and get the win. I'm going with Tessa Blanchard, though, for the win. I think she needs it. Uh, Sammy has not been committed fully to Impact Wrestling, so that's my logic behind that. Next, we've got Moose versus Rob Van Dam. And... um. Moose was somebody who I saw a lot of people saying, oh, this guy was main eventing pay-per-views and now he's in a bad spot. I don't know when being in the ring with Rob Van Dam was a bad spot, but I think this is going to do Moose some good. Uh, Moose will be in there with someone who main evented on the big stage a couple times. Rob Van Dam has carried companies like ECW. Um, Hell, I think at one point he was the guy they were running with in uh, TNA. Rob Van Dam is still very talented. He has a mind for pro wrestling. Maybe he's not as fast as he once was, or he's a step slower. But Rob Van Dam still interests people. Rob Van Dam busted his ass for this industry, and uh, I will always show him respect for that because he was one of my favorite performers for quite some time, especially in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Van Dam, one of the best. Uh, In this match, though, I feel like you're going to have to give the dub to Moose. Uh, Moose is the uprising star. Moose is someone who I think you are going to want to build impact around. Um, I like Moose. He he had some heated words on Twitter with Brian Cage. I don't know what that was, but Moose cares about impact wrestling. He's focused right now. Give the dub to Moose. We get into a fatal four-way for the impact knockouts championship. This is a monster's ball match. I repeat, a Monsters Ball match, a hardcore match four-way for the Women's Knockouts Championship. Taya Valkyrie versus Sue Young versus Rosemary versus Havoc, which is Jessica Havoc. Um, dude, 
This is going to be a beast of a match. I feel like Rosemary is going to be taking a lot of the punishment in this one. But Taya Valkyrie, I don't know if a lot of people have seen her matches in Mexico. She's one tough cookie, man. Like, she's not something to mess with. She is, like, I listen, I said Tessa Blanchard is the best on the roster. I promise you that if she's up there, right on her heels, though, is Taya Valkyrie. I think she is also one of the best women's wrestlers right now that people are overlooking. Uh, she is really good. Sue Young, I love the character um, that she portrays, kind of creepy, freaky. Same thing with Rosemary. She's been around for quite some time, and I like her. And Havoc, um, she's been around a long time on the indies as well. This match seems different here. I don't know if Ty is getting this to come out like she's a badass or if you're going to go with Sue Young again to be the champion. I feel like Rosemary's had it a bunch of times, and she's kind of the veteran now, and I don't see Havoc winning it as well. So you know what? In a torn position I'm in, I'm going to go with Taya Valkyrie for the win on this one. I just feel like she's the person to win this match. Uh, no real reason. I think this will showcase her toughness. And I think you let Taya run with the belt until Tessa Blanchard's ready to uh, go at her again. Because they had a great series of matches. But how long can you keep doing that for? Let's look at the Impact Tag Team Championship match. Uh, someone else who's been carrying the company a lot lately with great matches is LAX. LAX put on some good matches with the Lucha Bros. Um, they've just been everywhere brawling, man. And I've been digging their matches. And not only that, the Rascals. This is one of those people that I was talking about. I didn't know who these guys were when I first came back in and starting to watch Impact a little bit more. And the Rascals are pretty good they are a three-man trio i like that they do the little rascals kind of under the chin waving their fingers and they do these weird segments backstage where there's a bunch of smoke around them it's definitely supposed to be like they're smoking weed and laughing and stuff um very different interesting how they do it though the rascals versus lax these guys put on a clinic on the regular impact wrestling show i went to watch the highlights of it on youtube really good stuff uh, it makes me interested in this match, and I'm calling it now. This is going to be the match that I think can steal the show out of all of them. I know Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan will be good. I have faith in that, but I think the Rascals are going to gain a lot of fans from this because if they put on something that's close to what they did before and sprinkle a little bit more magic on it, I think that you guys have some gold between these two teams. Um, in this match, though, I'm going to go with LAX for the win. Impact Wrestling needs to try to figure out a way to secure LAX. There are rumors that people want to sign them from NXT to AEW. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me if New Japan put out an offer to these guys. Ring of Honor. LAX are one of the hottest teams right now. And with Conan hanging around them, you don't know what they're listening to at this point. But I feel like Conan's been pretty loyal to Impact and MLW, so... LAX, the ball's in your court, man. But if anybody could take the titles from them, and if they are thinking about leaving, it's the Rascals. Next up, we have Rich Swan versus Johnny Impact. Um, this is for Rich Swan's X Division title. Rich Swan is someone who I felt got 
dealt a bad hand towards the end of his WWE run. Um, Rich Juan is a super, super talented guy. Um, one of my favorites from the 205 Live division in WWE. Uh, I enjoyed Swan as champion, and I'm really liking his Impact Wrestling run. He's been doing good things, teaming up with Willie Mack, etc. And Johnny Impact, Johnny gimmick name, whatever you want to call him, uh, he has been on a great run as well since Lucha Underground started teaming up with Impact Wrestling. I like that they kind of merged together, and I think that there's some more potential there if you guys merge together and maybe put on a product like that. I miss Lucha Underground. But I don't know if Impact has the funds that Lucha Underground needs to put on that type of production. So Johnny Impact earned this title shot at um, United We Stand. He won an Ultimate X match, and he has the chance to challenge for the belt here. Does Johnny Impact beat Rich Swan? This is all going to depend on if Johnny Impact is sticking around. I don't know. I don't know any of the contract dealings, but. That would truly matter. And I guess that's a layup of a reason to say that. That's dumb on my part. But Rich Swan, I feel like he deserves that championship right now. But Impact could do some things with it as well. You know what? I think you let Rich Swan get the win here. Some way, somehow, Rich Swan figures out a way to win. Swan's the veteran right now in that division, and he needs to wait until it's time for him to put over a younger competitor. I feel like Johnny Impact is main event level, so this seems like a step below for him, but there's nothing for him to do in the main event picture. He just lost the title uh, in the main event match, which we are probably going to talk about next. So what do you do in this situation then with everything that's happening? Johnny Impact just lost the world title at the last pay-per-view. Let Impact go out there, put on a good match with Rich Swan, and I think you can continue this feud with a Swan victory here. Maybe he gets the belt on an Impact show or at the next pay-per-view. In the main event, Brian Cage, the man who took the belt from Johnny Impact on the last pay-per-view, he's going to be taking on Michael Elgin, um, or Elgin. It depends on how you pronounce it. But this should be interesting. Um As we know, Impact Wrestling has been based out of Canada, and Big Mike has been back from New Japan since the last pay-per-view, and he basically made it known that he wants to challenge for the title. Is it time for Brian Cage to give up the belt? I say no. I think Brian Cage is someone that you can run with. He's got the look. He's got the moves. He can do it all, and I think Michael Elgin is somebody who is – the perfect person to put him over and show what he can do as well. He's the veteran in the ring. Let him go in there and make Cage look good. Uh, I'm going with Brian Cage for the win in this one. I really don't see it going any other way. I don't know how anybody else could see it going any other way. That's just how I feel about it. But you guys let me know what you think for this episode of Everything Pro Wrestling. This was a short one. Uh, Not too long, 20 minutes. We talked about some Impact Wrestling. I will do a review show on the YouTube channel this Sunday. We are on the road to trying to get 500 subscribers. So if you guys check out that pay-per-view, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel for me, please. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. 
It really helps out. And I have all of the descriptions for that in the link tree in the description. So just make sure you type in the link tree slash EPW show. Go to YouTube or any other way you guys want to listen to the podcast and check out all my links. Uh, even got some clothing items up, some merch, and we have some new gear coming very, very soon, I promise. Courtesy of my boy Robert. Shout out to you, Rob. But with that being said, guys, that wraps up my Impact Wrestling Slammiversary 2019 preview. I look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday, and I know Impact's going to deliver what I think will be a solid show for us. I'm out. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Happy 4th of July. Peace.